Pocket Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up Female Friday Edition with yours truly, Mike Orr, and today's special guest, Lucy Wildheart. Lucy, thank you for joining me today on this uh, wonderful Friday. It's uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. We spoke about it a while, and now finally it happens. Yes, yes. Uh, we we did try to do this for a little while, but you know, you're a busy woman with uh, with your career and everything. So, you know, it's it's life for the boxer and it's a life for the interviewer. I, I'm used to it, but I'm glad we got you on. And, uh, yeah, we'll get underway. Um, do you remember the first time you put on a pair of gloves and, you know, got that bug and and, and started to want a box? Do you remember that time? Can you describe it yeah. for us? I, I remember it so, so, so much. Yeah, it was, um, I think it's about 10 years this year. Um, I walked into a boxing gym. I did move. I'd done karate in the past, but then I moved for work. So I, they didn't have any sort of dojo there. So I walked in a boxing gym, just thought, oh, I'll try that instead. Um, just to do something, something, you know, it's, you kind of do, if you've always done sports and martial arts, you want to carry, carry around, basically. So yeah, I walked in and the train, the people in there was training so hard and I literally, I was dripping and it, I worked so hard and I thought, oh, I really like this. I want to keep training this hard for the rest of my life. And so for the first day, I, um, I, I said to myself, I'm going to be a world champion. Yeah, I have to do it. Yeah, I've got to be a world champion. I told my talk to myself and then I decided I'm, I'm going to do it. And uh, since then, I've basically like trained boxing continuously. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, uh, what gym did you start boxing at and uh, who were your coaches? And, you know, I guess have you, have you transferred from like having an amateur coach into a pro coach? And um, Yeah, I started out. Uh, as an amateur in South Sweden, um, I moved to Stockholm to get uh, even more out of my amateur career. Um, I think then I turned pro about, it's, it must be five years now, 2017. It was in Sweden, I had a Swedish license. Within, uh, I had a good train out there, but then I got a chance to sort of move to England the year after, 2018, to, to train and basically be around people with uh, on the same mission as myself and get a, a trainer over here. So I, um, yeah, I decided, I decided I'll better, better move. So within six weeks, I actually did it. And then I got an um, English license instead. And yeah, I'm sort of on that road. I'm still here. I haven't moved back yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But now, uh, now I believe you're 8-0, right? That's, uh, that's your current record, I think it is? Um, I've had one loss. Actually. Oh, oh, there we go. Even I'm gonna look how we <laughs> no, you didn't. It was a good one. It was a good one, no. No, it's not a loss. It's not a loss. It's a lesson. What did you learn from that? Lesson? No, no, no. You don't learn when you lose. You only uh, learn when you win. That's not <laughs> what I believe. Okay, okay. Um, so, um, what is a what is one of the biggest obstacles you think you faced so far in your career? Obstacles. Ooh. Um. So it's really good, good questions. Um, probably the politics behind boxing. It's it seems easy. It looks like people. If you're a boxer, you're in the gym, you train all the time, and everything is wow, wow, wow. You know, social media, da da. da. But it is. It's not that easy as it looks like. 
i små like who are you going to speak to when are you going to speak with, to them who's going to speak to who who's going to sort that, that, that if you're leading up to a fight op opponents or who are you going to fight things like that it's, it's loads changes it's, it can changes can be so quickly and to adapt to changes in a in a difficult game when you maybe maybe you do a wake up and you train really hard you sacrifice a lot and you know it's 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 so much more and um, I mean training is the easy part training and fighting that is yeah super easy you just need to do what you're good at and do it as good as you can but all the other other things you know it's a it's a learning curve as well right what uh what, what was the biggest differences between boxing in your in your home country and boxing now in england what, what do you find the, the the biggest difference um without saying that swedish trainers are not good there are some really good trainers in sweden as well but i think the knowledge about boxing is bigger here and mm -hmm. the support and um even they're sort of more used to it they're more people um, there's much more e more easier to get sparring, um, or we even spar with people that, or you have you have more that is sort of a little bit higher level as well, mm -hmm. um, and you you do need to train with train with these people, you know, you need to have people chasing you. Sometimes you should chase them da, 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 up up the ladder. Um, yeah, so the training is boxing boxing training is better here over here. So, um, what was the uh, what was the drive to to turn pro? Who 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 inspired you to turn pro? Um, so I I had a trainer in Sweden who has worked in America for for probably twenty years, who then moved back to Sweden to to become a trainer, and and I I trained under him for quite a, quite a long time, and he he sort of had a pro pro style after I've been working with pros. And it sort of worked into my kind of style and it suited me quite well. And I was training and sparring with some of the pros over there when I was amateur. And I thought, no, this is this going to suit me so much better. It's more rounds. I'll get more, more work done. Um, I can sit on my feet a bit more. I can get my shots in better. I can move my head much more. I don't really like this in and out, in and out. And, you know, like sort of, but, uh, you know, my moving head, rolling, slipping, being slick. Mm -hmm thing is it's more attractive to me <clears throat> right you like to get in there and uh, get job done and be able to take your time plan your punches set them yeah. up right? yeah yeah and you can't really do that you can't really do that in the amateurs and everything so yeah you you had a you had a style suited for it yeah i love strategy and talk about it. i can talk about all day about this now that if you do this now but it's it's so much me and uh, in in everything i do have a plan Try to work the plan now. Change it with. It's so good to have a great trainer as well who can who loves that as well. Because then right. you can really, you know, whether it's in sparring or it's in in the fights as well. To, you can mix it, try different things, and you learn so much. And I, I love. I can't stop learning. You know, I love it. So. Yeah. What's, uh, what's one thing that you hate about training? I hate about training. Yeah. Um. I. I hate about training. Yeah, when 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 people don't do full reps. <laughs> <laughs> when people when people when people are not doing it the right way, doing it all half-assed, not full reps, eh? Oh no, I, I'm I'm joking. I'm I'm joking. But, <laughs> um, maybe maybe um, I like to, for example, warm up. I like to do my warm up on my on my own i need to like stretch my muscles move around do my mobility not mm -hmm. 
not run around and do right arm, left arm, and and this. I, I want to do it what what gets me ready to go. Um, that's that's probably so more sort of. I, I I'm very I'm very open. The training I do is right. is mixed and varied, very varied. Excellent. Um, what um. What's a day in the life of training when you're getting ready for a fight? You want to run us through, like, uh, start to finish, what your camps are like? When, when I get ready, the day I'll get ready for, to fight. Yeah, like, when you're getting ready to, when you're getting ready for your fight, leading up to your fight, what's the training like? What's the eating like? What's the schedule like? Are you really busy? Are you in the gym super early in the morning and, and out super late? Or how, how, how's, your, how's your training go when you're coming up to a fight? I think all my fights been different. Um, depending on, for example, we had to go to Ghana early last year and train two weeks out there with the, get used to heat and things like that. There was uh, and training outdoors on concrete and we had to do what we, we play tennis with ping pong, things like that for the warm up and then obviously a little bit shallow because you have to short. But I probably would prefer to have eight to ten weeks to prepare and mm -hmm. I start adding up, uh, start getting into sparring training a little bit maybe a little bit longer session more thinking about strategy back to strategy again talking about it so thinking who are you fighting what are they good at think about their strength and weaknesses think of my strength and weaknesses start working on my weaknesses and start working on my strengths um get it all mixed together i still would do my strength and conditioning throughout but uh, and when once i come closer to fight is get more shorter more intervals, harder, but kind of less as well. Once, probably uh, one week before a fight, I will still train a little bit every day until the same day as the weigh-in, which is the day before, but mm -hmm. just shorten, harden intensity. Like, um, for, for nutrition-wise, yeah, just make sure I, I, I'm quite good with my nutrition overall. I'm not walking around too much over my weight, to be fair. Um, so it's more so sort of slowly drop it down a little bit. I don't like to do water cuts and I, I can't remember. I haven't done water cuts or something like that for for quite a couple of years or two, three years now. Water cuts uh, can really fatigue a fighter sometimes too if it's not done correctly. Yeah, exactly. And if you can do by the food, it's yeah. only, in the end, it's only come down to math, mathematic and hard hard work. Right. Um, and if you can do it correctly, you will say so much more. Of my last fight, I felt like I had so much energy, and I've never been drained by water. And I think that has has helped me to feel great, feel happy, da da da. Or and um, I'm gonna keep keep it that way. Mm -hmm. What uh, what are some of your short term goals? Where do you see yourself in like say six months to a year from now? Um, six months to a year from from now. I'm a world champion by then. Yeah. Okay. Um, I get yeah. Have have a fight. Have maybe another one from now, and then a title and a world title. I Excellent. think something is is so hard to tell. This uh, depends on what opportunities comes up. But uh, there are opp opportunities around in the air coming uh, coming to me. So right. we sort of have to sit down, look into it, and yeah, get a fight done before end of the summer, and basically just go from from there. Excellent. What what uh, what is it that you you possess that you think separates you from everybody else in the ring? I'm really hard up here. That's okay. Okay. It's uh, it's um, I, I can I can take a lot. 
and uh, I, but I'm, I'm, I can switch, switch on, you know, right. once I'm in the ring, once I'm in the ring, I'm not nervous, I'm not nothing of this, I just want to win. And I've got a feeling in me, and I build it up over time, especially with, with Sam, my trainer as well. It's 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 in my head every morning, every night, every morning, every night. So, uh, like, I really have that instinct of winning in me. Um, other, other than that, I mean, obviously, I've worked very hard on my fitness, so I have that with me, which means I can train even on a, even on a bad day. I feel like, yeah, this is quite all right. Because I've all, I've worked so hard on it, so I'm I'm I feel very uh, comfortable in um, I won't be out of breath. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, no, it's um. What um, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in boxing to date, and how learning that lesson has it helped you grow as a professional fighter? Um. To uh, believe in yourself is one. Um, to really believe you can you can uh, can do this, you can make it work, even if it gets tricky sometimes. Like sign right contracts, speak to the right people at the right time. Those things are always difficult. Um, to be humble, but at the same time be be strong and be forward. You. You need to say what you want. You need to tell people this is what I want, because otherwise they're not gonna know what you want, so they can't support you. You know, right. and uh, be very straight with people, and that's probably just being straight with people have has helped me so much lately. You just it just helps them to understand understand me, and then it, it works much better out. Right. There was there was a lot in in one question. There was a lot. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Okay, we'll, we'll ask a more fun one now. Do you remember the first time you knocked somebody out in the ring, and what was that feeling like? Of like, what was the feeling that came over you when you put that person to sleep for the first time? Oh, I was I was I was shocked. I didn't really know what to what to what to uh, do. And I, uh, I was going back in the ring, or back around in the ring, basically looking for the person. Because <laughs> 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 there was so much adrenaline. This was, I think, this was my first fight, and it was in Poland. Um, right. Yeah, so I think it went two rounds, and then uh, that's all. I, I can't, you can't really remember because it went, it went so, so quick. Obviously, I think I went mental and blah blah like that. Probably, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, yeah, you, you don't realize really until later. Oh, I actually finished in two rounds, did I? Oh, that's well done to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, do you want to be? Do you want to be loved, or do you want to be feared by uh, by the people? Oh, whatever they whatever they want, whatever they make them watch me. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Me if, I don't mind if someone hate me or scared of me or if they love me. They right. whatever, whatever they. I don't. I don't mind. All right. Um, for the people that out, out there that haven't really, um, you know, haven't seen you fight or seen you perform, uh, what fight would you say for them to go and watch is the the best that represents your style and and the way you box? Um. So I think. The, my my latest one in Malta. It might be difficult to to find out there, mm -hmm. but it's um, 
that that was quite quite good. I was um, I was quite upset in that fight actually because I was supposed to fight for WBC national title and then it didn't happen. So I just went went out and I did quite well. I did well and then finished in third third round um, against uh, Adina Case, who has only been stopped. By um, I think it's Mickey May and Amanda Serrano, which is obviously champions around my divisions. Right. Um, but there is uh, some others as well. Let me think. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if that one is out there. I need to have a look myself, actually. But I'm quite proud of that one. I don't like to watch myself afterward. I feel like really oh, you don't you don't watch yourself after you fight. Yeah, but I need to do this, and now I'm like oh I, and. The, the one against Estelle Mosley, for example, I feel like if I watch it now, I'm like, oh, we're both watching slow motion. It was <laughs> three, four years ago. It's like probably both of us been so much faster today than was like four years ago or three years ago or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, great. Um, what do you what do you do to unwind after a hard day after you know after working on the gym? Like how do you how do you like just cool down after after all the hype? What do you do? To, like, do you read books? Do you bike? Do you uh, just sit on the couch and watch TV afterwards to relax? What What, what are you into? Um, I like to first just have a meal and then just lay on the floor with my dogs, running around and cuddle with them, put the t TV on and and just uh, do nothing. But it's not often I've got the time to do nothing. It's always something I have to do. And yeah. if it's probably one hour before I go to bed just sit there or think about the day that I've been reflecting about it. Think about what I'm going to do tomorrow. Pre-reflect, -re -pre if you could say so, about it. Um, I mean, even sometimes, because I, I do CrossFit as well. Right. That's my strength and conditioning. And, and now I haven't uh, fought for a while, but I've done CrossFit competitions just to keep up to date and keeps me. But that, that is, for me, quite relaxing. Mm -hmm. I go out and I can not think about work, not think about, I, I do think about boxing, but try to keep that away a little bit because otherwise right. it gets a lot of boxing in my head, boxing, 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 boxing. Right. So you just get away from things and just do that sort of competitions. It's uh, during one day. It makes me very relaxed, to be fair. <clears throat> so it sounds, might sound funny, but obviously you don't need to think about cleaning at home or washing up or things like that either. <laughs> <laughs> <Get away. laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the question that everybody wants to know always. Um, who's the dream fight? Who would you who Who would you fight tomorrow if you could? I would love to fight Holly Holm when she was at her best. Okay. I think I think that would be a really good fight, and I love any day. But obviously, it can't happen now. But imagine that that would be a high high intense fight, loads of shots. Moving yeah. both of us, I think that'd be good. Is that is that like your dream fight? Like um, like that kind of style of fight? Like lots of punches, lots of movement, not like sitting down, getting on those punches. Is that is that like the kind of fights that you like to fight? Yeah, even even sitting down, sitting down and throw those punches back and back and forward, forward when literally you know in in the last two three rounds you're kind of giving it your all. And right. then, because I, I know the feeling afterwards that you feel like, wow, you know, and um, yeah, high tempo. I, I do like high tempo, but I can, I can do either way. If uh, I can, I can wait and wait and wait and then hit and hit as well. Um, 
if I if so, so depending on it's so hard to tell depending depending on the opponents. Right. You need to sort them depending on what they do. What can you do? So you need to ha have so many different styles to to cover. Right. Who who's who's been your hardest opponent to date? Would you say? Probably, um, Elaine Greenan, I think, from Scotland. My that might have been my third or fourth fight. I was in in Brentwood a couple of years ago. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't expect her to be. She was she was heavy handed, very hard move forward, and so and I I I thought I could be the person moving forward in that fight. Well, I had to start moving, moving around because when I hit her, she didn't move, and um, um, so and I thought I, I, I remember I got a little bit stressed in the fights where, or um, am I just running around now? No, you do actually hit, get those jabs in. So I started getting jab move, jab move, stuff like that, and I was mo moving so that my movement that come into it really worked out, and uh, yeah, I, I won the fight. I think that was an eighth round as well. So that was my uh, sort of proper first experience living in the UK. Right. So, you know, I, w I wanted to do do good, but I wish I could have done even better in that fight. Obviously, I've got to say so all the time. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> hard on yourself like that, eh? Yeah. You can always do better? Okay, okay. Um, so much. Yeah. When, when, when you're ready to, you know, hang it up and, you know, retire from boxing, what do you want to be remembered for? Being being brave, being technically technically good, skilled, um, being the one that has really really worked my way up, and put every ounce of myself into it because that's what I feel like I've done. Everything I do is to be a better boxer, and I've spent so much time and thinking time and and spend time on training really to work out what's the best in me and how do we get it out and then obviously become a world champion and when i win the world title i'm gonna do it really really good then i might just throw it all in the in in the ring and just walk out or something you know <laughs> okay just be done with it right <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. When I'm done, I'm going to be done and everyone's going to know I'm done. Right. <laughs> but I'm not done yet. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, honestly, that's hilarious. We got, we got a couple of people here saying hello. Uh, Scrapbook Boxing is saying hi. Lucky Gray, hi. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's wonderful episode of Knuckle Up Female Friday with Lucy Wildheart. Uh, when's, when's the next fight? When can, when can we see you back in the ring again? When are you hoping? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't have a date yet. I'm not sure. We look looking to hopefully in the summer, September, October, something like that. Um, but unfortunately, I can't give you a date yet. Okay. Okay. But um, I, I can tell you, it's, I I think it's gonna be quite good. Okay. I know it's gonna be good. I love watching you box, man. You, you've got a <laughs> you've got a great you got a great style. I like how you can switch between you know being that push forward brawler and also fighting off that back foot. You know, not too many people can do, you know, switch back and forth so naturally. You do it very well. You do have a, a heck of a very bright ring IQ, uh, you know, and such at a young age. It's, it's actually great to watch. And I think you're going to be, you know, sporting that big world championship belt, like you said, soon. Uh, 
Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a great thing. Any plan to go uh, stateside and you know go over to the states and fight over there at all? Um, yeah, I would love to do so. Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? I, I go, I go anywhere. It's only a different venue. I don't mind where, where I fight. Obviously, fighting in the UK, I can bring all my people coming. I know I'm a big supporter as well, and I've people that just wait to come, you know, and be there. And I, ca I can't wait to give them that as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, have the next one in the UK, hopefully near the area would be fantastic. And then when, when something is up, I'm going anywhere they want. Uh, shout out to Carl. He's saying hello. Uh, also, Eric is saying hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and watching today's wonderful episode. Uh, a couple more questions before we get out of here. Um, what? Oh, let's see here. What? There, there's there's the peeps, Lucy. Okay. Everybody's just dropping comments right now. Everybody's dropping comments. So, um, what, what, what kind of advice could you give to the young women who want to follow in your footsteps? I know, like, you know, women's boxing has come a long way in the last, say, 10 years, but, you know, you guys still, you guys still go through a lot of obstacles, uh, you know, through your career from amateur turning into pro and everything. What's the biggest piece of advice that you could give to the young women coming up in the game today? If, um, if the worst case happens, are you still going to keep continue? Imagine the worst case can happen in the boxing. Either you, you, I don't know, you break an arm or struggle with finances. You have you being locked in for years in the contract. You can't fight. Anything? Are you still gonna continue? Do you do you have the passion enough to decide what you wanna win and win it with, with a little bit of patience and a bit of time, but with a bit of structure? I mean, you can obviously, you can, you can kind of probably avoid all this, but before you even start, yeah, think about how much passion you have for the sport before you start, but also start looking into like, how does contract work? How does management work? How does promotion, promotional signings work? Read as much as you can about it. Speak with so many people you just can about their experience because you, you, you will, at one day, you will sit there and you're like, shit, I shouldn't have done this. And don't get in that situation because many of us, we've all been there. And to be fair, it's not so, so nice, but you can avoid quite much if you have, either you have, a, you have lawyers, you have people that knows the game, you have great people around you that can support you and tell you everything you need to know before you even start. They don't supply this to boxers so much. You, you probably need to start start talk with someone that's a former female world champion. Right. If, if they do right, they, sh they should show you a little bit of what can happen if you don't do, do right. Excellent. Honestly, great, great word of advice. Great word of advice. I hope all the young female boxers around the world watching today will take this piece of advice, keep it close to them and, you know, learn, learn from, learn from the women that have been there before you. Lucy, I know you're a very busy woman. I just want to say thank you again for coming and joining me today. I definitely would love to have you back after your next fight or just before your next fight so we can hash it up again. Honestly, yeah. you, uh, I, I swear you'll be wearing a belt soon. And I think you're a great role model for the younger generation that's following in your footsteps. And honestly, I commend you for your, uh, your great ability in the ring too. And I love watching you fight. You're a great talented fighter. And, uh, you know, I only hope good things for you in the future. Thank you. Thank you again. 
Thank you so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> to so all nice. the fans watching around the world, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up featuring yours truly, Mike Orr, and my special guest, Lucy Wildheart. We'll let you know the next time she's been fighting. Until then, guys, we'll see you same time next week. Different female. Knuckle up. <laughs>